causing a major disturbance on my time. If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? The I Don't Know Dude Podcast. I'm the dude. <sighs> it feels great to be back. God damn, it feels good. It's been a while. Wouldn't be able to tell by the episodes that are coming out, but we actually haven't been in a room recording like this for three weeks, four weeks. At least three weeks. It's been a while, man. I feel like I miss the people that are listening to us, even though I don't even know who they are. Most of them. Well, first of all, I miss you. Yes, that is that's true. <laughs> I should have gone there first, but we, but we already got to catch up in person before this. Yeah. Sometimes we think we should turn the mic on right when Reno walks in the door. Just to get it all out. Naturally. Just get it all out. Yeah. But guess what? Everyone, we have a fucking special announcement. Well, not we, but Richard has a special announcement. I got engaged, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Where is it? Where's oh, the crowd oh, thing? Oh, oh, I'm so bad at this. Yes, yes, yes. I got engaged to the uh, love of my life, Natalie Soderstrom. We Stoked. were to- together for uh, almost six years. We were together for like five, five years, mm, 10 months, three weeks and four days. But who's counting? But who's counting? That's real fucking love. Object to the text. <laughs> it's awesome. You're, we're going to do a whole episode on it. Yeah, uh, what details do you want to give? We'll, we'll set well, it up we're gonna, right now. We're going to have Natalie in the studio with us. Mm-hmm. And we're going to break down how... Let's do in-studio wedding planning. Like, you guys sit oh. here and you, and you figure out what your wedding's going to look like. Talk it out in front of me. Oh, it's going to turn into a fist fight. Yeah, that's the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole point. I get to be here and watch it. Can you guys send us some wedding ideas? Yes. What should the, what should the okay, I want, Podgersky Soderstrom? Podgersky. But it's going to be hyphenated. Uh, your last name your last name is gonna be hyphenated she actually doesn't want that i was like whatever it's 2021 she goes i like your last name that's awesome natalie podgersky np that's actually the name of my of one of my closest cousins really yeah natalie natalie and derek my two closest cousins now there's gonna be two of them shout out natalie and derek yeah um so are natalie and derek from new jersey no (laughs) you know what is Action Park. <laughs> guys, we're... And That's also, called a segue, everybody. Well, actually, guys, we're, we're going to do this Action Park episode with Miguel. Oh, we're going to wait? Yeah, we're doing right. with Miguel. Okay. And we just have to tease another episode for you guys, too, because there is this park in New Jersey where kids were dying, getting injured, and the owner pretty much just made up rides in his head and <laughs> built them. Yeah, he, he was not an engineer. He was not a... Uh, like an even really an amusement park owner. I forget what was his actual job before he decided to make an amusement park. Was like he like selling like like a sketchy salesman? Right. It was like some bullshit stock thing that he was doing and made a bunch of money. Anyway, so basically, yeah, we're, he just we're, built an adult playground with things that are unsafe for human beings to be on, and people still win on them, and they got really hurt, and it's, it's actually hilarious. It's one of the most fascinating um, documentaries I've ever seen. You guys can see on HBO. Um, it's called Class Action Park. Let's do it. Um, so this episode is going to be about who God knows what because we haven't. <laughs> there's been so much shit that has happened. We haven't seen each other in a long time. No. And the news cycles happen so fast. Yep. If we talked about something that happened three weeks ago, everybody's going to be like, old news. I was just in Arizona yesterday. Guess what? No masks. Guess what? Felt kind of weird. That's, that's, that's what I was afraid of. That's what's happening. Felt kind of weird. Are, things are starting to... Um, 
Open up. Texas opened up. New Mexico is closed. New Mexico, you uh, and everything's closing at like ten o'clock when I was there, so that kind of sucked. Um, but it's kind of it's weird. I mean, there's been so much shit, honestly. After your engagement, now shit's starting to open up. The new stimulus package thing is coming out. There's been like ten videos where Joe Biden like short circuited mid speech. Dude, um, I think that's there's te- fucking Oprah Winfrey, uh, uh, Megan, and yeah, the royal. Dude, is it, is I, it I, Harry? I, Which one is it? <laughs> Uh, Megan Merkel, and then who's who's the dude? Harry, Harry or Philip? Harry Potter, <laughs> Megan Miracle, and Harry Potter. That's how I imagine the royal family <laughs> with like with like jewels on, all and sorcerers. Like, yes, yeah, sorcerers. Like, there, there's got to be a sorcerer in the royal family. Otherwise, what makes it royal? Like a Joker running around, <laughs> a jester. Oh, a jester <laughs> yeah, with the hat, yeah, and the bells. And like the queen just floating around in a big old dress. This is why we need, uh, if he's even a prince anymore, um, Prince Dude and Meghan Markle, Merkle in here. Because we'll ask the hard questions like, which one of you guys is the wizard? Yeah, guys, stay, like, stay tuned like, for, <laughs> for the Prince of Wales and his, and, and his, are going to be on the podcast. Yeah. I'm just going to call him in real quick. Yeah. Well, That'd be so awesome if, if they, they went from Oprah to the I Don't Know Dude podcast. Yeah. I mean, at least they'd be taking, it'd be such a big step up in their careers to be able to sit here with us. Yeah. Like so much bigger than it was with Oprah. I Imagine know, the followers they'd gain from being on this podcast. I know, so, <laughs> I know some weird people in some weird places, but that's probably the least likely person I can ever, ever com- get in contact with. Yeah, I'd have to imagine. Well, I'd have to imagine there's even more security now. I didn't, did you listen to their interview? I haven't listened to it yet. I didn't watch it. Actually, you know what? I actually, I actually literally do not give a flying fudge about any of that. <laughs> I actually rather not talk about it because one, I don't care about it. I'm not passionate about it and nothing really grinds my gears about it other than where the gestures at. No, like, but, but, you know what I mean? like, but that would be, I think that's part of my reason. Like in, in situations like this, I haven't watched it. I saw some highlights on Instagram that people posted and it was about some pretty good memes came out. Like the color of the baby. Like, so the part the color of the baby, the, the part, the part that I had that I heard that I heard was the same thing about, um, the Royal family was concerned about how dark the baby was going to be. Cause this chick's tan. I don't know if it's real tan or like spray tan. I don't even know if they know the difference she or whatever. Very nice. Olive skin. Well, the rest of them, one of the memes I saw is like, we, we don't know what the baby's going to look like. And then the prince was like, because I'm a ginger. But there's, but when, when I heard that part of the interview and then people are like going fucking crazy about it, when they said, are you going to tell us who said that? Like they all said no. They both said no. Like no, we're not going to talk about that. Well, so what is everyone assuming? Why everyone's assuming that they know who said what? It either it's either going to come out olive skinned or completely see through, because <laughs> those with horrible teeth. Yeah. It's going to come out like to compare it to movies. It's going to come out like Twilight or Cool Runnings. <laughs> <laughs> Zenka, you dead man. Yeah. Top top five movies of all time. What a great movie. I don't know about that, but it's fucking up there. Well, Speaking of that, Coming to America 2 came out. I haven't seen that yet. Did you? Were you a fan of Coming to America? Eddie Murphy and... Uh, and uh, no. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Arsenio Hall? I never saw the first one. Really? On this episode of the I Don't Know Do podcast, things Richard doesn't know or care about. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You've never seen Coming to America? You have to watch it, dude. You have to. What else has happened in in uh, in uh, whatever life since you've been gone, dude? I can't tell you though. If 
to travel to Hawaii right now, because mm-hmm. that's where we got engaged, um, it was $280 round trip on Hawaiian Airlines. Sweet. Which is a really nice new airplanes that are super quiet and really comfortable. And all have TVs. Everybody TVs. Yep. And then um, we stayed in at the Moana Surf Rider, where it's usually 890 a night. We got the deals was 240 a night. Did you book direct or how'd you, what did you guys go through? Um, Hawaiian Airlines and then through some like deal site like a, a, like a kayaker or expedia one of those deals i provided the credit card well sometimes you get sweet deals like i booked um i'm going to tulum in may and i booked those rooms and i think because it's a, i've been to this hotel before it's called uh canaan but they i think it was like 470 a night the first time i went and because there's no one traveling i got it for like i think it was like 228 but now dude everybody's going to tulum oh. have you noticed that Every single person and their mother is in Tulum all the time. <laughs> I don't know who you follow on Instagram. I don't know if you're on Instagram often, but anybody and everybody used to go to Cabo all the time. It, Tulum was a, is like where the is a place to be right now. <laughs> no, I didn't. every influencer ever. I'm going to Tulum. I didn't pick up on that. And it's hopefully expensive it's not, as shit, and clubs are going off there. Hopefully, it's not fucking slammed. When I was there, it wasn't. It was in uh, January last year. Oh, and it was. Like actually, like really mellow. Like no, because 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 Tulum was one of the first places that you could fly to, and it was open up to Americans and yada yada. Just some sort of I don't know the details about all that, but for somehow some way, the word got out that Tulum's popping, and you want to get away from this from this COVID chaos. Go tear it up. That's go where there. We went there, and it was just like one influencer goes. That ex- the rest follows. That explains why there's so many people that want to go. Like I just said that Andrea and I are gonna go. Like after my birthday, we're going to go and just like hang out, kind of a birthday present to myself, like go relax for four or five days. And then Justin and Amy, their birthdays are around the same time. So it's going to be us and like a few others. Now there's like people trying to tag along and shit. So it could, I guess we could be the people that make it fucking wild. Oh boy. I I cannot travel (laughs) with more than two other people. Because someone's always hungry. Yeah. Someone always has to yeah, be going yeah. to the bathroom. Someone's tired. Someone's getting in a fight. There will be, well, there will be none of that. Like, I mean, there will be that, but I'm just going to walk. I'm going to be like, all right, I'm going to the restaurant. You guys figure it out. <laughs> and then like, this person wants to go here. This person wants to go there. Yeah. I don't want to plan shit. It's the worst. It's the worst. Anytime you do like any big trip, like going, you ever been to a festival with a huge group of people? I hate it. And then, and then, and then right when you walk in. I give it about mm, 11 minutes until until half the group is split up and then all of a sudden the rest everybody is split up in five different ways. <laughs> yeah. And then constantly calling, "Where are you guys? Where are you guys? Where are you guys?" And then all of a sudden randomly an hour later Just what happened to walk happened to walk into each other. You can't see <laughs> shit and they're both sweating balls and you're like, "Oh my god. I never thought I was going to see you again for the rest of my life. I love you so much." They're standing right next to you. Finding a friend in a festival is one of the best feelings in the world on Molly. <laughs> uh, like somebody that you went there with or any friend? Just like... There's a lot of people who, like, uh, who become old, your friends in that situation too. There's a lot of new friends that you guys started a business with while sitting on that grass that you never <laughs> see again, you know, or talking about life. Yeah, that's, and then, that's the opportunity that passed by, man. But then there's always that like that random friend you connected with at a party that you know of, that you see not as often as you like rolled up with their squad yeah and you're just like and you're with your squad yeah and all of a sudden the squads become a bigger squad because you both wanted to see that particular performer yep and all of a sudden it's 
game on. Common denominator being music, and all of a sudden everyone can get along again. Yeah, there's been a few people. Like, do you do you can you think of somebody that you like hit it off with in one of those situations that like you you're close to now or talk to a lot now? Um, one one dude I know that I did that with was actually was um, Jimmy and Kyle Dar at Stagecoach. Do you know Jimmy and Kyle? Yeah. So I knew like I knew of them and I'd seen them around. It was mostly at like Palmia and whatever. But that weekend we all stayed in the house together and like I just hung out with one of those did, two did guys, guys the not, whole time. Did you guys not know each other previously? We did, but we never hung out. It would always be like at one of the bars. So I'd only I would see oh. them like when we're at a bar, but never like just like some one on one time. So sitting by the pool at stagecoach, like Kyle Dar was cracking my shit up. I was fucking yeah. laughing so hard. There's nothing like some quality time with someone you barely know. Yeah. It's like everything you've ever said to him is the first time you ever said it to him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So every joke you've ever used, yeah. you can use it again. <laughs> Re-joke. And, but like you just have, you have so much to talk about because yeah. you've, never, you've never had a conversation. Yeah. Because at bars and stuff, it's cool. It's always like a one and a half minute thing. But when you... When you all of a sudden go to like Big Bear with someone you haven't really like hung out with, yep. all of a sudden you're like, okay, this person takes kind of a long shower. <laughs> um, they don't really like put their dishes away. I was just going to say, but they, this they person never, cracks me the fuck up. They, they, never, <laughs> they never clean up after themselves. They're always there first to get a plate of food, but they pay their dividends in entertainment. Yeah, They're entertaining the whole time, so everyone just is, is okay with it. <laughs> I, love, I love random just random trips. You have no clue what's going to happen. Yeah. I've done that with a, a few times, ski trips or snowboard trips. Yeah. Well, fuck. Okay. So uh, another crazy thing that happened, um, I think the stimulus bill just got signed. 1.9, was it trillion? Billion? What was the trillion. number? Trillion. 1.9. No. Yeah. It's 1.9 trillion. That's what it was? No. Billion is way too small, buddy. Let me look. And so we have just printed more money. Oh, you got to be. You're right. We just printed more money that we have ever printed ever before. And if you don't think hyperinflation is coming in hot, you have never been to an economics class before. $1,400 stimulus checks to everybody. Everybody. Under the, under the income mark of 75K. Yeah, but what? So uh, now that things are starting to open up and people can go back to work, what kind of fucking reverse incentive is this? Like people should be out looking for jobs right now. Now that businesses are open, we we're just talking about states being open. So paying them to stay home is is defeating the purpose of going out and well, getting a fucking job. There are a lot of people that need help. There's the the single mothers, the people who lost their jobs, the businesses that are going under. It's the other forty percent, fifty percent. Who knows of that bill that has nothing to do with direct help to the people that need it. Right. And we're saving businesses that might even exist not exist in. It, in economy 2.0 because now you know like airlines right there's there's so much less travel happening because people have now shifted to zoom meetings and and business travel is down astronomically yeah and i think not, it's i think it's probably changed forever and honestly. That, so they're, they're calling this america 2.0 where where we need to let free market capitalism let the old dinosaur um businesses that don't operate as you know, profitable as they should be, go to the wayside and let these new America 2.0 companies come in, and and you know, and don't don't keep on saving a horse that's constantly dying that should die. Let the let the market deal with that. An economic revolution. Yeah. An economical revolution. Yeah. Why and, not? It just just let the market play itself out. What are you What do you think are going to be like the top 
I guess, categories of business that are that need to go away. Like, are, do people still use travel agents? Are travel agents still a thing? Yes and no. Because some people like... <laughs> yes and no. So, yes. <laughs> no, there's a type of travel agent like, okay, you have... Kayak.com. Well, we have the American Express cards, right? And they have con- concierges. Yeah, that's different. That's kind of a travel agent per se where yeah, they, they can figure it all out. They do other shit though too, don't they? I mean, they do... Those people do like... Uh, I mean, they'll do like call hotels to get you a refund and all that kind of stuff too right i mean travel agents don't do that they just i remember there used to be a travel agent's place right here in hermosa where they had all these pictures of like diamond head and like people on jet skis (laughs) you know you're like oh cool i'm walking there and go somewhere fun but all their job was is you would go to them and be like hey i want to go here on these dates this is the kind of hotel i want to stay in and these are how many people are going and they would just literally be a human expedia or yeah. like a hotels.com and just fucking book it for you. Now I don't Unreal. think Now I don't think they really those people, I mean, I don't know. Maybe people still use it. Who the um, fuck knows? Rich what, people do. What other yeah, they're called yeah, I guess. That's probably true. There there are like most of the travel agents exist in the private jet world. You know, we're like they kind of I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, one of my good friends, Alex Abad, flies the G5s and G6s and yada, yada. You know, all the, one of the best private airplanes in the world. You no know? shit. And when these very well-off people want to do things, they don't want to worry about it. They just text their agent and go, I need this plane here now to go here, 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 here. Is that a broker at like the airport he works out of? Kind of, but like, you know, I would say travel agent. Is, is the wrong word for now. They've kind of shifted into like, into more of a concierge. Concierge. Yeah, where it's like... Sounds fancier. Travel too. agents, you don't need to be able to be very um, fluent in just one category, right? Like you can literally just be someone's um, concierge to whatever they need that's outside their realm of, you know, of like... Is that, a, work. is that a good business? How do you become a concierge? How do you become like a... Whatever the fuck you need done, we'll just do it, company. That'd be an interesting business model. Like, who starts these up? It's like, you know what? I bet who's busy? Tom Hanks. I'm going to start a company. We're going to call Tom Hanks, and then we're just going to book his travel for him. I don't know why I went Tom Hanks. I've never trusted any of those. (laughs) It seems like a scam. Or, or, or how about the, those like those huts like like when you're walking around they have like you know like I said all the pictures of all the weird crazy things you can do like zip lining or like <laughs> go scuba diving with this boat thirty dollars all you can tour, eat sh- tour guides all you can eat shrimp yeah you're like fuck I don't want that shrimp <laughs> like yeah the tour guides at like uh, at like uh, whatever resorts and shit I hate those like prepaid plan things where like you have to stay within a group. You can't just go explore and do your own thing. Thirty-eight people that you don't that you don't know, and half of them are weird. There's Karen from Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, she's on there for the all-you-can-drink mai tais. And in those in those tours, I've been in those or, or something similar. And there's always the the cracks jokes guy. Like in those groups, there's a guy who like tells oh. the terrible jokes. There's like the has to go to the bathroom person. No, the, no. There's the, there's, a, there's, there's the person with all the questions. There's like your just, cousin from Boston. <laughs> Is is in there going? He's just he, the, everybody. He's so he's like me actually. When I see a, a group of people and we're together, like I got something to say that would make someone laugh. <laughs> but some people are just like 
super out of line or sometimes they say something really racist yeah. or start talking about Trump. You're like, whoa. There's definitely and there's there's definitely the person who can't help but to just blurt something out. I his, feel like I feel fa- like I've been that person I can before. See that guy whose face is all red. <laughs> Sun he's got uh, like a fucked up sunburn. <laughs> I'm never gonna forget the time where we took a um one of those booze cruise boats down in Cabo San Lucas. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those like the day after the wedding party group fun thing to do where it's like, okay, everybody meet this boat. That's but, aggressive to do a booze cruise the day after. Well, it's like a, you guys must have. I think, I don't remember, I, because we're all there for like four or five days. Okay. I don't remember if it, was, if it was before the wedding or right after, but I remember it was sometimes at, at the latter part of the trip. Okay. And so we rolled up and it's kind of my first time ever in Cabo. And this is me telling a story, me being that guy. <laughs> and, and I never seen a pharmacia before in my entire life. Okay. <laughs> what were you what were you in the market for? One of everything? Adderall. <laughs> right? So I was like, wait, my friend goes, wait a minute, because I was kind of tired of like I it was kind of hungover or whatever. And I, I was like, damn, I'm kind of tired. Like and my friend's like, dude, there's a pharmacia right there. You can give me whatever you want. I'm like, they have like Adderall's there? Because everybody likes Adderall to sure. do productive work. Sure. Right? I'm very, very productive person. And when you got to grind, it's like, dude, sometimes people have a little bit of Adderall laying yeah, around. I've been there. And, um, and, and I was just like, dude, win in Rome or win in Cabo, <laughs> you know? So they, I went up to, I felt like I was breaking a law. <laughs> I was like, do you guys have, I was like, oh yeah, yeah. I got this blah, blah, blah. It's my worst impression of whatever the people around the counter were. <laughs> Mexican. <laughs> that was the worst Mexican accent I've ever oh, heard. It's a me and Mario. Here's Adderall. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Oh my god! And uh, so, how many did you buy? Uh, five or something like that. Okay, but I got one. We gave one to my friend, and then I decided to take two of them. Oh yeah, no clue what I was doing. Got on the boat, bounced off the fucking walls Fired of up. this boat, where there is a ten-person like Japanese tourist crew. All the on oh, the booze cruise, like you know what I mean. They're very well reserved, and yeah. they're on the booze cruise at the whole wedding party. And these guys are just amping me up. They're amping us up. We're like, uno mas cerveza. <laughs> like taking pictures of everybody. Like I'm surprised I didn't just straight up jump off this boat. <laughs> Who was there? Who else was on this trip with you? Like a couple of people from like Idaho. I'm saying it was, I was DJing their wedding in Cabo and the whole entire wedding party was on this boat. <laughs> but it was mixed in with like a few like foreigners. Just other people who signed up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very little of them though. Right. And... I don't, so you take two Adderall, probably ripping shots. Like, who knows if it was even Adderall at that point? You were that high? I don't know. I just remember being so hyped up, <laughs> like the most hype I've ever been. That's and I, I was that guy on the booze cruise. <laughs> but we were taking pictures and and just we we had a thing doing the Running Man, there, doing the, the Running the, Man at all. They just had a, they had a tons of music blaring, and you know you just doing your disco dance <laughs> and like, shaking shaking your tail feathers, just getting everybody into it. That's fucking funny. I think we did a um you know the bump bump bump. Sweet Caroline. Sweet Caroline. Dude, being on one of those booze cruise trips right now sounds absolutely miserable. Would you ever go back uh, to Cabo? No, to on another booze cruise. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I'm an engaged man now. <laughs> <laughs> Things are changing. You might not be allowed. 
Oh, no, it doesn't you, care. You, you got to yeah, you got to grow up sometimes. That's what engagement means. I think. Mm, it means you're getting married. The growing up part is yet to be decided. <laughs> TBD. Yeah. Fuck. You have any other trips coming up? Um, dude, where, where are you flying next? I the got world, the world's <laughs> opening up. I just I just got engaged. We're in Hawaii, and then we take a little break from the trips real quick for a minute. <laughs> I mean, so, spring is here. Spring is coming here. Summer's right around the corner. Oh man, it's go time! This is usually the worst time of year around here. March. Yeah. I mean, it's been fucking cold and rainy, but March is almost over. The first quarter of the year is almost over, man. St. Patrick's Day is is next week. I've been hearing that they're opening up the restaurants here after St. Patrick's Day. Do you know anything about that? They're opening up indoor, in. indoor dining here? I would go for a nice green beer. It, on St. Patty's? Go down to the pier? Or where would you go? Shellback? No, a green beer. Yeah, but where would you go? Any bar ever. Because <laughs> <laughs> Shellback? Yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody does that, right? I don't know. We didn't have a St. Patty's last year. I haven't been out in St. Patrick's Day in a long time. By the time I would get back from work and then I would get a hold of people to see where they were, they would just be to the point of no return where it's like, there's no way. Like, there's no way. There comes a certain point when your friends are just that fucked up and you're sober and it's like, it's, I will kill them all. If I happen to go meet up with them right now, I'm just going to stay home. I will bet more people break up on St. Patrick's Day than any other holiday. Is that a, is that a thing? Or is, I thought Valentine's Day was that. Okay, we've been in a lot of relationships on our date, we dated, we dated through our twenties. Right? Dated. Have you ever not had a St. Patrick's Day where there was some sort of fight about something? I'm, I'm saying like one out of the last, out of hundred, like out of out of ten, one of them just went bad. hundred percent. I remember, I remember who it was with, and I remember the exact city it was in. And it's just like your day's ruined, and now your your shit can right. hammered. Yeah. Like yeah, both, because both of you are because because St. Patrick's Day has such a crazy expectation to it yeah but you're at a bar at like 11 a.m or earlier way earlier when I, when I was in college i think we went there's a place that called there was called the main lounge and i think it opened at like 7 a.m and we went literally at like 7 or 7 30 one morning on saint patrick's day just to get green beer and there was it was full like in college that's a i think it's a fucking huge deal to wake up and just drink as much as you can all day long you ever barfed green beer Yes, I've I've barfed green beer in Michigan. There's a place. There's a thing called Crazy Days, or was that? Were we just up? Crazy Days is in January. Anyway, at Boyne Mountain, there we. Are, I remember being up there for a green beer thing. It might have just been St. Patrick's Day, but drank so much. Did one shot of Jägermeister and barfed in the snow. When, when, <laughs> that when, must have been so beautiful, dude. When bright green beer hits like pure white snow, I remember just like pointing and being like. Whoa! I like, made that, that. That was my like whole reaction. It wasn't like holy shit or I'm fucked up. I was just like kind of like snapped me out of it. Like whoa, look at Excellent. that! <laughs> exactly, dude. Exactly I, I like thought that. I was dying, but I totally forgot I had like a beet juice, um, <laughs> like you know one of those wellness drinks. Yeah, yeah. I've drank beet juice quite a bit, and uh, and. I don't remember how soon it had to be within like the three hour mark. I threw up and I thought I was literally the exorcist. <laughs> what, what made you throw up? Was it the beet juice or were you drinking it with booze or something? Or what? I just think like in the walking around like a hot day, you know, you go to one of those like, you're like, oh yeah. So for some reason I feel like, you know, I really ate much, but I want something kind of healthy, mm -hmm. you know? And then you get that really like blueberry 
awesome drink. Yeah, yeah. But this time it's you just healthy. Went, this time you went beet juice. Well, beet juice, blueberries, bananas. You know what I mean? Like whatever. <laughs> but it's no matter what you put beet juice, it's like that that distinct color yeah, of dark yeah. purple. It looks like looks like wine. Yeah. The first <laughs> first time I drank beet juice, I remember because that happens when you poop it out too. It makes everything really red. And I remember wiping and giving a check, and I was like, "What the fuck." Oh, oh, like I got a reminder because it was all red. There was no hint of brown whatsoever. I was like, what the fuck? Do you guys think uh, it's really fascinating that every single time we wipe, everybody looks at it? You got to check it out. You got to know when you're done. <laughs> you got to know when it's okay so, to stand up. That's arguably one of the most seldom unspoken about action maneuvers that humans do on a daily basis other than picking your nose that no one talks about. How do you wipe? Do you wipe uh, back to front or front to back? Um, do you wipe up or do you wipe like under I go, your balls? I go right to left. <laughs> you do sideways? No. So, I mean, sometimes if you got a little bit of a mess, you got to do this. You got to <laughs> give like a sideways scoop, like a like a crevasse swoop. swoop you know, you got to make like a U shape. I'm a you? I'm a dabber. <laughs> <laughs> Can't always be a dabber. Oh, but, but there hope- is there is a proud moment. Well, a couple things. I don't want to skip this part. Just because you're saying that everyone looks. Um, after they wipe to see if it's okay to, to get up or not. Have you ever had one of your friends who has a hairy ass moon you and there's just covered in dingleberries in there? And it's like, dude, did you do you wipe ever? Like, how do you just have shit Some- in, in your ass hair? How do you not know that yet you're confident enough to bend over to your friends and show them your asshole? Like, that's fucking disgusting. Somebody have like buffalo butts <laughs> where like it looks like, you know, the under cheek of someone's buffalo? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Buffalo butts. Or call them like bum beards. For sure. It's disgusting. Yeah, they, they're confident enough where it's like, watch, I'm going to get my friends. I'm going to bend over. It's like, dude, that's gross. And then immediately they play it off and then run in the bathroom and go check and like, come out laughing. Have you seen one of those insane mountain goats that have like <laughs> that have like an entire bush hanging from its fucking... They're like... From its little deal. They're like poo wook dreadlocks. Yeah, wookie. Yeah, they're like dreadlock bum, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, hairless. Like, I have no hair. Like, you, I mean, you see someone at a pool and like that, that little small of their back would most girls get trap stamps on has a bunch of hair where it looks like you're at like a pet squirrel Super hold weird. on. Yeah. Dude, I'm hairless. Yeah. You're like a baby seal. Okay. I got a, I got a great, I got a great story for you right here. Okay. You ready for this shit? <laughs> sure. Police. A man stole a 400 pound slide from a playground and mounted it to his bunk bed. He's <laughs> this is the picture of the guy. Dude, there's no fucking way. Okay, first of all, Dad of the Year award goes to. There is no way. Click on it. Stole a 400. How do you pick up a 400-pound slide? With a friend? (laughs) (laughs) One other buddy. Burbank, Washington, was arrested Tuesday. Possession of stolen property. They had a detective on the case. Lee suddenly came face-to-face with the gigantic slide, which was reported stolen in December 2020 as she searched the home for catalytic converters. Bushnell sawed off the slide, repainted it, and mounted it in a bunk bed in his child's bedroom. Wait, 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 wait. At his Re- mobile home. He repainted it just to make sure, like, that's not the slide from the park. <laughs> you know? The best part is it's in his mobile home. That's amazing. That dude, like, looked cross-eyed. I feel like when you have stories like that, they not every person who lives in a trailer park in, like, an underprivileged location, like, they're not all cross-eyed and look like that. Like they all, like every time you read a story like that, the person never looks normal. Like, is it just weird people that do fuck, like weird looking people that do fucked up shit like that? Well, I don't get it. First of all, if it his kid is like, daddy, I want to slide. Stoked. And he was like, hold my beer. 
<laughs> they were looking for this slide for two months. It said December 2020. So it's March. He was arrested last week. They've had a detective on the case for two months in the in the case of the missing slide. I love the picture of the inside their place is installed. <laughs> yeah. And it looks like the guy did a great job installing it, too. It's amazing. How awesome would that be to wake up from your your eight-hour slumber? Oh. Straight down a slide? Down a, how, do you, how does your day not start on a positive note? So to put it in perspective for those listening, it's one of those plastic slides that like... That's about has, three... Five feet tall. Yeah, and it's like maybe two and a half, three feet wide, but it has like the scoops up on the side where it's like one of the windy ones, you know, at the playground where you go in and like spin around. Yeah, it's got a little curve to it. (laughs) It's so rad. I want to wake up. Maybe his like little brothers at the bottom of the slide just takes him out. What kind of bullshit lie did his dad make up about why he had to, he can't have the slide in his room anymore? Like, I wonder if the police like confiscated it. And then he's like, Dad, my slide. You know, and he's like, hey, dad, what, remember, what, remember I had that slide in my room, whatever he's say like his son's 16. He's oh. like, dad, remember that slide I had in my room? Like whatever happened to that son? <laughs> go, go. But, but first of all, he's going to have to, he's going to have to, he's going to be like 32. Right. And he's going to be like, dude, he'll be walking by a park with like a friend. He's like, dude, bro, see that slide over there? That one one day I was like six years old. My dad came home with one of those. <laughs> <laughs> what if what if they grab the slide and they repair it and they put it back? Like they screw it back together. So every time that kid walks by the playground, he's like, Hey guys, my dad stole that, took it to my house. They had to put it back. And like the part you could still talk the part he painted blue and then like the rest of the slide is <laughs> like, like a red, bright, whatever bright, color bright red. green, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, oh I'm guessing God. it's got a new one. But do, when well, actually, they have those little rivets and those little grommets. You probably just unscrewed it. No, they said he cut it with a sawzall. But the funny oh. thing is, they were in his apartment or in his mobile home, they said, looking for catalytic converters. That's a part under, like by the muffler that people cut out. So this guy oh. just steals shit all over the place. So this guy's a meth head. <laughs> dad, so, dad so this the, guy meth, was, wait, he's the meth dad of the year. Why are catalytic converters so, so um, valuable? They have... They have a precious metal in them. I think it's platinum or I think there's platinum in there and then they can return it to scrapyards. And uh, that's why. Hang on. Let me look at it. God, up. Imagine being a scrapyard guy. Hey, here's here's a uh, Frank with another catalytic converter. Hope you bought that legitimately off um, Craigslist. Yeah, it's got platinum in it. That's what it is. How much is platinum per pound? I have no clue, but enough for people enough, to go steal it. Enough to go get a bag of meth. <laughs> I know. I know copper is like three bucks a pound. So gold has got to be, I mean, how much is gold an ounce? I don't know. Do you own stock? Six, it's 1600 an ounce, I think. Okay. So platinum's probably more than gold. I'm pretty sure. Hmm. I think gold's 1600 an ounce. That can't be right. Oh, maybe it is. It used to be, weed used to be more expensive than an ounce of gold back in the early nineties. So platinum. Remember, remember weed was like 380 an ounce. So platinum. Gold is only like 260. I don't remember. I don't remember that. I don't doubt it though. But platinum is worth more than gold. So call it. I don't know. At least sixteen hundred. You think platinum is worth more than gold per per ounce? I think it is, isn't it? Like, isn't that when people talk? Like when rappers talk about platinum chains, isn't that because they're like flexing? Otherwise, they'd just be wearing gold. Or is it because it's a different color? I think. I guess they don't really think, fucking know. I think white gold might be more valuable. Straight than to the Google machine. Is platinum worth more than gold? Hmm. Is platinum more than gold? Platinum is naturally occurring white metal. It is rarer than gold and much heavier because of its hardness. Platinum can be used in a pure in a purer form than gold. It doesn't say whether what's more valuable. Platinum is 
Platinum rings are more valuable than gold rings. 1,500 uh, tons of gold is mine, where platinum is around 160 tons. Oh, I, my God. I don't know. Learn something more every day. <laughs> learn something more. Okay, or this learn isn't new. funny, but this is definitely weakened at Bernie's status. You ready for this? Yep. Anaheim man propped dead wife on sofa in front of kids while they opened up Christmas gifts, a prosecutor said. Say that one more time. <laughs> yeah. An Anaheim man propped up his dead wife on a sofa in front of the kids while they opened up Christmas gifts. Holy fuck. No way. No fucking way. Dead? On Christmas Day? Weekend at Bernie's style. Dude, that is so fucked up. When, so this was this last Christmas? Is this dude getting the chair? It's ridiculous. He says she was killed in 2011 by a man who already had served jail time for beating her. Wow. In short, the very, it, it very much appears that he beat her to death on Christmas Eve before following up with the actions described by the title. Wow. What a... Jesus. We went from dad of the year to dad, the to worst dad ever. Maybe the worst person of the fucking decade. Yeah. The worst person of the century. So he are, he went to jail already for beating her ass in 2011 and then beat her to death on Christmas Eve? Oh my God. He says, of course, this real... This, okay, this is what he told his kids. Mommy ruined Christmas. She got drunk and ruined Christmas. Come on. <laughs> That's what he was telling his children while they were fucking opening presents and shit? Yeah, that is hardcore. He's like, why is mommy not moving? That is so... Because she got drunk, kids. What do you think possesses somebody to do some shit like when that? When you go down a psychological path of that much trauma when you beat someone to death, nothing is rational anymore. That's what I'm saying. Like, what nothing. do you think? What do you think happens in order for something like that? Somebody to get Your to Your mind that level? goes into a delusional state of denial and... Sur- this weird survival mode of just tricking itself to that whatever happened didn't happen right type of type of weird thing where you or you just you're just totally numb and all you can think about is holy shit i fucked up i don't how do i not look like the bad guy here dude type thing what about the exact opposite have you seen like uh mind hunters or do you watch like criminal uh i don't know i don't know what you call them crime shit thriller shit do you watch any of that stuff so Sometimes Natalie love that stuff. So there's a there's a show called Mind Hunters, Mind Hunters, and it's on Netflix. And it, these it talks about like I think how the CIA developed its like serial killer division, um, and these like two psychiatrists kind of like go through and interview people and structure it and like do all this stuff. It's actually cool. They go through they go back through like actual cases, but it's all dramatized, right? There's like actors and stuff playing it out, and they're playing real people. But there's some of these guys that they interview that they like know what they're doing and they've calculated it and they've like thought about it and planned it. But imagine how fucked up if somebody, excuse me, if somebody is around you for years and they've just been thinking out the way to do this and they've just been playing nice and playing nice, like that level of crazy. How do we, how the fuck do we find out who those people are and who has like, there's gotta be characteristics well, of neuro, like categorizing. Neural links coming out and we're going to be able to upload our information or our thoughts or so Elon Musk said that we're going to be, I'm going to be looking at you like this and we're going to be talking like this. Just staring at each other. Yeah. That sounds, 
thoughts are gonna be going back and forth. That sounds really quiet. And so, so, yeah, so like we, we'd be able to, yeah, it sounds like a very peaceful world. <laughs> yeah. Like our podcast, you'd download it into your head, right? That would be cool because then we could create a virus and force it into people's heads. <laughs> I don't know, dude. And then just brainwash it. We'll just brainwash everyone. E.T. <laughs> Oh, but make it worse. To compound the tragedy even further, she was apparently taking some of the some law classes necessary for helping others survive domestic violence. Oh, Jesus, that's a fucking terrible story. Can we go to a happy one? Yeah. Can we swing a happy story? Uh, Since we can't talk about your engagement, we got to find other shit. Yeah, the engagement episode is going to be fucking hilarious. Can't wait. I'm going through Reddit. Oh, here's the SpaceX sends up. You you mean, might know about this because SpaceX sends up sixty more Starlink internet satellites in pre in pre dawn launch. I didn't know that. Okay, but so he's basically making Wi Fi for the entire world. Yeah, I knew about that, but that's also for his vehicles and shit too. He's they took our jobs. Imagine the kind of power that dude can have if he has if he's connected to those vehicles and those vehicles have all all those cameras and shit. Like eventually, no, no, these are, these are just uh, little boxes about like a foot by foot wide that are, that are just beaming, um, data. Yeah. That's all they are, but There's I'm no sure cameras and shit. I'm sure. No, but I'm saying he's using those to control his cars too. Cause I think Tesla right now uses AT&T yeah. to talk to their cars. So he's probably putting up his own network, but imagine like the, ca- the vehicles have cameras in them. Yes. The Teslas have cameras in them. So imagine he has his network up and there's Teslas everywhere. He literally has eyes on like the world. Like the he entire world. He do, def- do you know he he owns he Elon Musk owns more satellites than any other government. He has he has more privately owned satellites up in the up in the uh, space right now than any government. So think about that. Like say I love right, this guy. So here this here's a scenario for you. Did you listen to him on Rogan? His last Rogan podcast. Yeah, it's awesome. amazing. Here's uh here's a scenario for you, and I want you to walk me through how you do this, Richard. You're I hear that you're a um, you know you lost your job as a travel agent and now you're a satellite agent i want to buy a satellite can you figure out how to get it into the sky for me uh yeah call eon my boy (laughs) (laughs) but imagine like not anyone can just send shit into outer space like what's the application process he spent 10 years creating this infrastructure to be able to do it i know but i'm saying the but the government has to allow you to put it up there right or who owns that can you just send shit up can we just get a rocket and just send shit we into are the, now in, into the well, atmosphere. Now, I'm saying you or me. Can we do that, or do we have to like get a well, satellite license? A t- <laughs> What's that? Yes. Okay. We need a license of some sort. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. What is that classification of like professionalism, where they just allow you to send shit into the atmosphere and, and fucking orbit the sun with us? But that's the big problem right now. There's tons of space junk circling the 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 Earth. From where? From all the stuff we've been throwing up into orbit, and just and it's creating this cloud around around the Earth to where we keep up, up at this pace, it's going to be a cloud of stuff that we can't leave the planet because you have to, it, they're like little asteroids floating around at millions of miles an hour. Dude, dude. I just thought of a business idea: uh, asteroid vacuums. <laughs> you and me, no, we build a, we build a spaceship and we turn <laughs> it into a vacuum and we go out into the atmosphere. And we vacuum it all up and we bring it back down safely. No, they, Boom. No, billionaire. No, they're, they are currently <laughs> working on mitigating the space junk. But the thing is, the problem with this stuff, it's moving so fast it, that if you're coming at it from the opposite way, it's like, it's like, it's like a 2,000 mile per hour object running into a 2,000 mile per hour object. Think about inertia and how it collapsed and how can it we, just Can we just send other. a nuke at it and just, blow, and just blow it up into small pieces? You can. 
technically just blast it. Like do a blast of some sorts. But in but in space, it doesn't really work. Bottle rockets? Like what if we can we just hit them with bottle rockets from here? Did you? I'm I'm obsessed with fireworks and shit. Are you? Yeah, of course. I was such a pyro when I was a kid. Do my parents when I was growing up? My not my parents. My dad. When I was growing up on Fourth of July, because you could have like the shitty fireworks in Michigan, like the stuff that no one wants, yeah. but we still would get a ton of it. They used to let me light the fireworks with a cigarette. So like when I was like six years old, I'd have to like rip the cigarette to keep it hot and like light the wicks because they didn't want to give me a light. God, I love the eighties. That was the yeah. That was like 1985, 1986. The eighties were so there's so much shit you can you could do then. Yeah, smoke on airplanes, smoke in restaurants, smoke anywhere in the ball. My par- both my parents were smokers. I remember there being cigarettes everywhere. Ashtray filled in the car. I had like ashtrays all around the house. Dude, I, now I now I someone smokes and like you can smell their breath from a mile away. Remember how bad breathy the eighties were. <laughs> peak cocaine, it, peak cigarettes, and, and car- bad, bad breath guy. And everywhere had like the still work- had like really long carpet, so the, ever the that smelled like smoke. Oh, there's carpet wood, in every restaurant. Wood paneled walls, so that absorbed the smoke. Like um, everything smelled like all smoke. the cars with. All the junkers from the seventies still existed. Do you remember? Do you remember when you would go into a bathroom stall and there was an ashtray on the back of the door? Do you remember one of those pull down ashtrays? And there was. Do you remember cars that had ashtrays in the doors? Yes. Like there's a metal thing you pulled. That's it why down. I put my gum wrapper. Right. Exactly. <laughs> there was one of those in every fucking bathroom, dude. Every bathroom it was just like the whole world is just smoking cigarettes. Imagine, like, dude, that's. I, a, mi- I miss that world. Like I don't like I. I'm, What's the I'm equivalent saying, today? What's the equivalent that, of the thing that's everywhere? But, or like Wi-Fi. The, it's got to be it. No, but the cigarette vending machines. Mm-hmm. The chunk, 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 and it fell down. You know. That had the knob. You had to pull the knob yeah. out underneath the pack, and you, it would just fly out. Like you can only only find these relics in like the oldest bowling alley you've ever been to Jeez. in Texas, probably <laughs> Oklahoma. I'm sure there's still states that let people smoke inside, or parts of states. There's got to be. Florida for sure has a spot in like the Panhandle or somewhere in that area. I I just I love old relics like that that just remind you that would literally piss somebody off. Like I like seeing things that would that would like make somebody mad, right? Like example, like like the cigarette machines. Like like oh my god, my kids, my kids will come in here and just get the cigarette from the machine. I'm like that sounds like a parenting problem. <laughs> That's a, that's a you problem. They, they had they had those at every bowling alley too. I was actually on the news recently, like right around when COVID hit, I think, and they're talking about banning nicotine sales in in um in all of like the South Bay or whatever. It was just cigarettes, right? Or was it all? No, it was like all vapes, all nicotine sales, everything. Okay. And uh, I was at uh, I walked into Manhattan Meats, and the news was there. I was like, oh, what the fuck are you guys talking about? And uh, they're doing an interview. I was like, I have something to say about it. <laughs> yeah and so what'd you tell him? i was on the news for it and what'd uh, you say i was like you know what we're, you need to work from a, our biggest problems down i go if your kid is going into a vape shop and they're buying vaporizers and keeping it from you you need to be a better parent or or and also too the things that the city is focusing on yeah is not the top priority of what you should be focusing on that's basically the gist of the conversation. That's an interesting one, though, when it comes to just total overall entitlement. Like, is there any... I mean, I don't know. I don't... Oh, that's ruined somebody's business. Well, yeah, but that and... Like, if somebody's vaping next to me, I don't necessarily mind. Unless they're, like, blowing it directly in my face. It's not the same as cigarettes at all. 
Like as far as I'm concerned, so it doesn't bother me. So why? Yeah, yeah, would you have the cigarette in your face or like pineapple squeeze? <laughs> right. You know, like. <laughs> but I mean, at in to make it a point to be like, hey, you can't do that here, or that's illegal. Like, what the fuck? Like to your point, where is our focus on all of this like little bullshit that's all distractions? Like just to avoid the big problems. Let's just let's just make ourselves seem busy and we'll just hammer out all these little issues and avoid the biggest problem at all of all, which is. Fucking parenting, raising your kids right, or whatever. Changing the fucking programming that... I don't even think it has to do with really raising your kids right. I think the programming that's in today's television just creates that anyways. Like, the media and all that stuff shapes that. You can do whatever you want as a parent. There's still going to be that fucking area of, like, when you put on a sitcom, it's going to be written a certain way. Just like, dude, I can't believe I forgot about this. Pepe Le Pew. Oh, canceled. All those cartoons. What are the other cartoons that got canceled? They were just. Oh, don't get me started. There was one. The chick, the, the, the Bugs Bunny chick, who had the huge rack in and Space big old, Jam, and a big old dumper. That's what I was gonna say. In Space Jam, now now she got rid of that. Who was the other one that got uh, that just got canceled? <laughs> who was the other cartoon we grew up with? I can't remember. Dude, it's, um, like it's fucking. Oh, oh Doctor Zeus. Doctor Seuss. Okay, I have a thing to say about Doctor Zeus. Do you know that he wrote his books that sent messages about diversity and everything. And now he's being called a racist. He's not, he's a farthest from a racist. He actually was the type of person who wrote subliminal messages into his books about, um, about equality and, and inclusiveness. And now because, a, because a couple of the books can be, you know, um, calling someone a Chinaman. That's was like a big one. Well, it's like, and they use chopsticks. The Chinamen use a sticks to eat. That's like one of the things, one of the lines. Is it? I'm that's like, one of the things that kind of canceled? I, yeah. And, and I was like. But isn't that true? I will argue that most Chinamen use chopsticks to eat. And and they're like, oh, cultural appropriation and all this blah, blah, blah. I'm like, mm, what else happened today? Like, what's going on? Yeah, but the like, whole the whole point of history is to fucking remember it. Things are different now than what they were. That book exists because it's old. It's literally it's a, not. <laughs> it's a minor form of book burning. I mean, but it's but like so. If we just keep getting rid of all that shit, we're getting rid of history. We're erasing history. Like it will literally have never existed if we just say you can't do that anymore. You stop like like kids stop growing up reading it. So you have a kid. What'd you read when you were growing up? Doctor Seuss. Uh, What's H- that? Huckleberry Finn. But like, remember Huckleberry Finn? Of they want to get rid of that. It's like no, yes, so there's derogatory words in there, but. Reading Huckleberry Finn as a kid, how racist that that how they portrayed racism and stuff in that book made me learn how horrible racism is. Yeah, it doesn't say this is how you treat people. It says this is what the world was like. I mean, they're not advocating the treatment of people like that. They're just literally explaining that it existed. You must and Mark Twain didn't Mark Twain write that shit in the 30s? Oh, dude, right? I mean, it was some. It's a that's an old fucking book. It's a really old book. But again. You can't fucking erase history because that's what happened and that's why people are different and that's what we grew up on. Do you think they read Dr. Seuss in like fucking India or China? Do those books exist there? What are they doing about it? Are they changing it? Like, I don't get it's, it. It's just, it's just why when, when, two, when 2% of the population complains about something, 98% of the populi- population has to comply to that 2%. The I'm same, over that shit, dude. This, I'm completely over it. Like, uh, let me get you know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> is when we when we comply to the lowest common denominator. We're complying to these little fractions of the population 
and going, oh my God, we must listen to them. Right. And Be- we don't need to. No, no, I don't want to listen. Yeah, because it's exciting, because it's new, because it's somewhere, something, something you can bash, it's something you could talk about. It's fucking horseshit. Do you think, so, are the, are the same amount of people that want Dr. Seuss to be canceled are probably the exact same amount of people. This is how I'm beginning to think how fucking stupid we are. The same percentage that are pissed. Beginning? That, that, no, this is, but <laughs> you, I'll get to my point. The same amount of people that think Dr. Seuss is bad for children to read are the same amount of people that probably think Dr. Seuss is a fucking doctor. That's about how intelligent. That's a great about, fucking point. That's about how intelligent canceling this fucking book is. Great like, point. I mean, dude, the, none of it. It goes the same with polls. When and people, he, when, this dude made up the characters. Like the who's and all this stuff. They weren't even fucking real. So his, he made up all these people to tell his these. legacy will not be what you Karens just made up yesterday. I'm sorry. You Dr. Cannot, Zeus was fucking amazing. You cannot cancel me, Karen, ma'am. You cannot cancel me with a can. You cannot cancel me, Karen's dad. You cannot cancel me, Karen, you're sad. <laughs> Reno Seuss. <laughs> the end. Cancel that, fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right God. i think this is a good stopping point it's been uh dude oh yeah with the hour mark i'm glad we're back yeah guys fuck dude we got um we got the engagement episode coming up yep we have the action class action park episode coming up with wheels of course wheels is in the class action park fucking episode yeah we got miguel gerza he okay miguel walked in just now by the way you didn't hear him at all whatsoever he came through the door so slow and then he walked around, gave us a, the, the softest fist bump. <laughs> and then he walked around to the kitchen and set down the wine bottle. Like, it took him 14 seconds to set down the wine bottle. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you can punch, like, you can punch something, dude. It's okay. You cannot hear Miguel, my man. You cannot hear Miguel, I can. I see Miguel <laughs> sucking from a can. I see Miguel um, eating from a pan. Like, what? Guys, thanks for subscribing, liking, commenting, listening, all that shit. It's been fucking fun. Welcome back. Yeah. Um, wait, 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 wait. Don't we have to say other things like, uh, uh, oh, I don't know, dude, podcast and Instagram? Oh, yeah. At, at, at I don't know, dude, podcast. I don't know, dude, podcast.com. And wait, no, it's I don't know, dude.com. Jesus Christ. Son of a bitch. We fucking blew it. We blew it. We blow it every episode. <laughs> If they're listening, they and we promise you guys, we'll, we'll be put, we're going to try and put out at least one to two a week. I, we're on a hiatus. We got, got video coming next. Yeah, I got videos coming. Yeah, I got engaged, so like I was off. I was in my own la la land, you know. And then, uh, dude, it's we have, we have so many more crazy things coming up for you guys, and we are growing. We're gonna have uh, Doctor Seuss on very soon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna give us all physicals. All right, y'all, over and out. <laughs>